Hey Krishna, uh, do you want to know uh, five things that a PM should know before going uh, for a Europe trip? Yeah, something like that? Not really. <laughs> I think this is an example of uh, good copywriting, uh, what people nowadays do. And I'm sure if the listeners actually read through and are expecting five things, uh, they are going to be disappointed definitely. <laughs> we will not be covering the five things, but we sure have some observations, uh, uh, product observations especially from my trip to Europe. So, uh, listen up. Hey man, how are you? I am good, Krishna. How are you? Long yeah, time. Good. Extremely long time. Extremely long. So, I mean, where did you disappear? I think mostly procrastinating. <laughs> but yeah, I was also on a trip. I think uh, I spent a lot of time prepping for it and, and a lot of time coming over the trip. Uh, it was just amazing. So, <laughs> so, so, so t- uh, tell us where all did you travel to? Uh, the primary goal was to watch Ashes at Lords. Uh, I was lucky to get the tickets and everything fell in place. Uh, and uh, I think watching Ben Stokes uh, uh, on day five with a full crowd, booing Australians, so I think one of the most amazing things of life. Uh, I was able to witness that. Uh, now that we decided that we'll go to London and to watch Ashes, we said, why don't why don't we make a trip out of it? So we ended up going to Amsterdam, then London, then we went to uh, Portugal, uh, we went to Lisbon, and then we drove to Albufeira from there. And then we went to Ibiza, because you have to party as well. So, yeah. So, interesting trip. Yeah, now, now I understand, you know, the, I mean, or rather now the uh, the listeners can understand the, the pain that I went to to get Mayank back to the podcast. He he still <laughs> not come back <laughs> to the normalcy. Uh, I don't think so. I'll ever be able to come back. I think uh, Ibiza is something special and I think Ash is. Uh, I think overall, I think everything was great. Uh, sky from skydiving to kayaking through the caves, of course, you will. Uh, so, um, compared to um, your other travels, is there something that uh, stands out here? Uh, I think. Uh, I think uh, you cannot, you can never take uh, the product lens uh, out from a product manager. So uh, small, small things, but there were uh, quite a thing that uh, I liked on how the setup is, right? So starting from the adoption of uh, contactless payments, right? So uh, be it Amsterdam or London, I think the setup and the infrastructure, it has been such a way that you don't have to uh, buy any tokens and carry cash or anything at all you your credit card a contactless credit card works like a charm just tap it everywhere just getting get out sorted so that was something new uh, i think we talk about upi in india but i think that's something which has been working for ages uh, at these places and it was uh, very seamless very very seamless um, and and from an optimization point of view i think uh, one thing which stood out for me was uh, the integration of all the public transport ecosystem in London. Uh, uh, so, for example, if you end up uh, taking a bus and then you end up taking a metro and you end up taking multiple metros in a day, um, 
they sort of had a concept of daily pass where you sort of will not be charged at that point of time but once the day ends they will go ahead and check on how many uh, trips have you taken and what is the total amount uh, you have to pay and they cap it to a daily pass so i think that's something which as an indian where uh, if someone comes to india as a tourist and uh, you end up seeing saying ki okay for indians the ticket is 20 rupees for foreigners it is 500 rupees it was very refreshing to see that someone is actually not trying to rip you off they are trying to actually optimize and give a very good uh, user experience so that that was that was very good and so uh, did, did you think, uh, did you mean to say that you you end up paying after it, it's a post pay yes so so what what they do is that uh, when you sort of uh, uh, go in uh, you just tap the card they just validate that you have uh, you have it's a valid card and you take the ride at the end of the day at say around 2 2 o'clock in the night you get a message on how much money has been deducted from your card so and that's one transaction aggregated and you also had this optimization of saying ki if the amount breaches the daily pass limit irrespective of what public transport you have taken you end up getting charged for only that much amount okay uh, i i didn't get the last part so for example you took i ended up taking five metro trips and each metro trip was say uh, two pounds so this would come out to be 10 pounds right if in 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 a normal scenario i would buy five tickets of 2 pounds each and i will have to travel accordingly but in this case what they will do is so the daily pass limit was set to 7.5 pounds so they will aggregate and do a total sum of hey mayank has taken five trips which account to 10 pounds which is greater than the daily pass uh, cap so they will only charge me 7.5 pounds and add to a mix of uh, me taking a bus as well so assume now add on to saying i have taken two bus rides of 1.65 pounds each so then they will also include that and only charge me total 7.5 pounds for the day for using the public transport uh, in ah okay so uh, basically the the capping is more f- uh, so as a user you know that there's a capping that irrespective of how many uh, bus rides or uh, metro or the tube that you take you're like capped at 7.5 only so it's yes. like a budget that you have and uh, suppose you are not using that then they only charge you for what you have used yes correct ah correct that's interesting so, because that that gives you determinism as in you know you go with a budget and then absolutely and as a tourist i think because you would travel a lot right so that sort of puts you out of that mindset ki okay yeah. i have to go multiple places that pushes you to like ha theek hai let's go go out for a meal somewhere far off as well doesn't matter Oh, that's. I think that was interesting. Yeah, that that's a pretty we, nice thing. In fact, I mean, I think even here, um, in Bangalore, uh, I don't know whether they have implemented it, but uh, a lot of people have been asking, and it it makes perfect sense, like to have the same metro card even for the. I mean, they they, they were only asking for the feeder buses, but why not but for the whole transport, coming. right? I think something is going to come up soon. i think it should be on the cards but yeah. i think it, it it also goes back to the basically only a single entity sort of manages all the public transport in london right so hence it is possible but in in a ecosystem like india you have say bmrc then you have bmtc so it sort of them get coming together and setting this up i think there needs to be a central push overall yeah but yeah i i hope 
something like this comes up this this reminds me of uh, an incident i think this is probably in 2000 uh, maybe around 2010 or something like that so um i was in china uh, in a place called nanjing um so i i i was there for quite for, for some time couple of months and then um, one of the man- managers from here at come um so there it's kind of nanjing is like uh, more or less well connected or rather where we stayed it was well connected where you can take a uh, metro and then the same thing worked right you you take a card you take a monthly card which you can load and uh, you swipe in get into the metro then you have to take a bus you again you can swipe in there and then go um so uh, be- because we were like long timers there uh, we got this card Uh, so this person came and then he was there for like i think for four days five days something like that um so he thought uh, like why should i go i know if if i remember right probably we had to give some amount for get, getting the card i don't remember right for, uh, exactly but uh, for for some reason he thought like why should i get a card and uh, i'm only going to stay for like four days so he went and got those coins those coins that you drop in right so he 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 put couple of yuans and then he bought like some 20 coins or something and then uh, it worked one way it worked uh, to and fro it worked so you have to keep dropping the coins right so it's it's like uh, this thing the next day, <laughs> next day he tried it did not work and then he realized the validity of that is only for one day so in fact he he lost all the money that he had put for that <laughs> yeah. i think good good i think very well done i think and it takes time to set something like that up i think very seamless um, plugging in all the loopholes gaps etc i think that was interesting um and i think with good things you also learn uh, <laughs> and i think uh, it sort of the trip uh, felt like a dream till the time we reached uh, Uh, Rome to board our uh, flight to Abu Dhabi, and uh, I think that's where we sort of were not allowed to because we did not have valid visa. And apparently, some six other people were also uh, stopped. And the lady at the boarding gate was like, "This is not the first time happening. A lot of people come up and end up doing like this." Technically, we were right. We did not need a visa to land in Abu Dhabi because we had a correcting flight in three hours. All those things, but I think they sort of. did not take responsibility one which one thing which i sort of observed overall was uh, uh, the airlines slash the aggregators so for example otas right i make my trips etc no one takes responsibility of if anything goes wrong or uh, if you miss end up missing any document etc and that's where i see a big gap overall as a tourist right so i would have loved to pay uh, for a service which actually helps me uh to know the latest guidelines on visa arrivals etc if i'm going to a location what are the key documents i would need what are the nuances right so for example i was flying through vizair which i would recommend no one should ever uh, fly through vizair uh to uh, what are the nuances in landing say different terminals uh, or say different airlines if you have the same airline what should you do if you have a different airline connecting what all documents you should have so i think that's a very important gap as a tourist which i realized and i would have loved to have some product which would tell me all these things so that i do not end up in a situation and uh, because no one takes responsibility uh, be it the platform that i booked 
through from or the uh, airline or the visa uh, or the country or the visa folks right because i think they are unreachable or, or untouchable right so i think um, uh, we ended up in a very bad situation uh, where we had to book another flight next day and not via abu dhabi but via amsterdam and then go back so um, and and while prepping also you, right, you it was all you were flying from where to abu dhabi so we were flying from rome to uh, uh, abu dhabi uh, and then we were supposed to be back to bangalore from abu dhabi so we had a different airline from uh, abu dhabi to uh, sorry rome to abu dhabi and then abu dhabi to so technically if you will google and you will read all the places you will figure out that you don't need a transit visa if your flight is in within 8 hours your next flight is mm. within 8 hours of your landing but uh, then the airline decided to uh, say ki okay we are a low cost airline and we are a one point point to point airline which i don't know what that means but uh, they said ki you will not be allowed to board uh, as they will get, they didn't uh, even allow you to board yes they didn't ah so, okay so i think if someone would have and and getting a transit visa of abu dhabi and i i am not even now sure also if they were asking for a transit visa transit visa or a valid visa because i don't know if they cared about if you are only transiting or something like that so again there is still ambiguity right so i think this is something which if someone can gather this information and show it to me and i am able to travel smoothly would be more than so happy. this is so from abu dhabi you were taking some other airline to come to india yes okay, indigo so for them they, your, your final destination was uh, abu dhabi and because yes. of that they Hence. wanted a valid visa correct, correct. and we had the bookings showing... available yes so they did not entertain They're like we don't care sure why not ah okay so yeah i we were also surprised but nothing much we could have done that one so yeah so yeah i think that was, those were the product learnings <laughs> in can problem gaps i think that was the only thing i could see okay there is a gap <laughs> apart from crying and begging the lady to let us board but i think we were eight people so it's not that we we are the ones who stood up there were other folks uh, with uh, permanent residencies of london etc and they had a valid uh, visa and as per guidelines also they were supposed to be allowed but they were so there were some people who actually uh, gave their luggage they collected a physical boarding pass from the counter and they, they were not told anything informed about this uh, anywhere and at the boarding gate they were not allowed to hmm. i and and what was the escalation mechanism there was no escalation we tried to talk to her she said you please go talk to the supervisor supervisor at the uh, boarding uh, sorry at the check in counters uh, did not entertain us so we wrote to support uh, but support said it's your mistake so i think at the end of the day it's all customer's responsibility and no one wants to take responsibility so and like, did okay. you uh, try sure. contacting the operator through whom you had booked it so we we so we wrote to kiwi as well i booked this flight to kiwi.com so uh, again they don't care ots to never take this much they, they just say ki we are a travel platform that's a standard reply mm. <laughs> and that is what was expected because they will come back with the same flight so yeah but yeah overall good trip 
good trip i think uh, if someone wants to have a master class on how to set up operations should go and watch uh, cricket match full stadium at lords we never felt like we were in a crowd and the operations were set up in such a way that uh, everyone was able to get down uh, get their lunch eat and get back in 40 minutes the time that you have lunch time that you have between sessions right so and the number of people that were there i think that was amazingly done so, so uh, what what are the nuances like you know compared to probably you would have gone here in bangalore compared to uh, i haven't actually i have been to an ipl match but i think it's mostly uh, around uh, people following rules <laughs> i don't know how you uh, drive that behavior but uh, that was one plus i think uh, very small things like diversion of crowd at different gates uh, at the right point of time right so we sort of were 100 meters away uh, when we were 100 meters away from the crowd we were sort of redirected to different gates as in when they saw that okay the crowd is going there etc etc then there were volunteers who were sort of helping out uh, with uh, readiness for Uh, say keep your app ready to show your ticket so that the uh, there are no bottlenecks assets right so at every place uh, strategic place they had uh, people sort of ensuring that there are no bottlenecks etc and you might seem that these are very obvious things but i think those are the things that were uh, very well done um, and uh, sort of uh, enabling so generally what i have I've not been to a stadium in India for quite some time, but the food, so for example, the food carts and the setups were very scattered, right? So so that people have space, and you again are sort of distributing the crowd at multiple places. So that was that was impressive. That was impressive. Great then. So um, I hope we'll be able to do a lot more podcasts, uh, Mank. now that uh, we've broken the the long silence definitely definitely i think we should keep this going again <laughs> awesome guys if you uh, want us to cover any specific topic then uh, do reach out to us and then uh, we will include thanks a lot for listening in cool thank you krishna bye bye if you like this podcast then do share it and you can reach out to us at productmanagement0100 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at pm underscore journey.